0: Welcome to Conversations with Chuck Bennington. I'm Chuck Bennington, and I don't know it all, and I don't pretend to, but I do know that I love my son, and I want him to have a better, faster, smoother journey through the trials and tribulations of life than I had myself. So here's my documented journey, stories, lessons, and experiences that are really for you, buddy. I love you.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the Conversations with chuck podcast with the man himself mr chuck bennington how are you my friend
0: (laughs) dude i'm struggling i'm i am i'm very much so struggling in a lot of ways and i think it's interesting i don't know maybe that's even become a thing Is like as i listen back to these you almost always ask me that like you know that is the very first piece and it usually (laughs) turns into some general tangent about like how things are because i dude, for so long I have answered that and like, you know, I'm always good. And, And that's true. And I choose that. And we've talked about that in the past, but like, I'm trying to be better about just, you know, how are you? And be like, you know what, I'm good, but I'm also struggling and suffering and like both realities can coexist. And I think that for what you want to talk about today, and we'll kind of lead into that in a second, I think that like that's an important concept to keep in mind is that like multiple realities can and do exist simultaneously and Hmm. man does that fuck us up as humans to think like well if i'm doing good then i can't be doing bad it's like well there's so many layers and like context for a life and a person (laughs) and a situation it's like circumstantially you can be good and bad at the same time but you can answers I mean, can be good and bad at the same time? Like your health can be good and bad at the same <laughs> time. Like it's just not so nice and neat and organized. And there's fuck, plenty of gray. You, know, you want to like talk to me about that? Mm.
1: Yeah, it's 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 funny. Like you can be, and it's right with what you say. Like you can say, "Yeah, I'm I'm good," but you can be struggling because the thing that you're struggling with is for your greater good, and you know it's like this short term bubble of. Discomfort and effort and priority, and then you know that things are gonna be amazing, like once you get past that, rather than yeah, I'm bad, and the thing I'm struggling with is really bad and heavy as well, so you kind of well, can have know, that, that as on. as
0: the as the Buddha so elegantly stated all those years ago like to exist is to suffer, yeah, and you just choose it and that's like that's something Vanessa and I have talked about a lot and. It's pretty interesting, right? Like you're struggling to attain your grasp on life when you're in the womb. Mm. And then you are birthed into the world and like you're struggling for then the ability (laughs) to take care of yourself because you're no longer just like this piece of a symbiotic like relationship where you're taking care of like, you know, in and of itself. Mm. And and yeah, just like struggling and suffering is part of all of it. And that's okay.
1: Well, there was something I read Um, a long time ago saying that you know the act of being born is you know reflective of you know with life because that's you know that struggle to get out and get that first breath and then all of a sudden go oh where to from here like how many times in life have we gone through like that kind of thing where we're like oh how do I get that first breath and how do I start
0: like it's just you're good at this I, I hang around with some really wise people You're getting good at this, and so it sounds like you're kind of talking about like struggling for that first breath of a a new life and existence, which may, in the adult sense, be identity. Yeah, it could be a season of life.
1: Yeah, a season of life for change. Um, you know, talking about how we manage changes in our life and what we think is, you know, we're safe and warm and comfortable. If we go back to the birthing thing, safe and warm and comfortable in that womb could hang out there for ages, and suddenly you're thrust out into the world and in our life things change and we're safe Ooh, and comfortable well you know like what we're doing.
0: And like that's really that's a super interesting contextualization not that like you know not that that hasn't been spoken to and of a million times but like mm. as nice and warm and comfortable and inviting as that place is like you can't stay there because if you stay there like you both die
2: yeah the mother be- and
0: the child both die and like yeah Fuck, how how often do we really appreciate that like that might be one of the truest life lessons in like the nature of impermanence and letting go but like pushing into the uncomfortable thing is like before you even have a chance to claim like life as your own and your being as your own and your identity as your own like if you stay too comfortable for too long you kill yourself and everyone else you care about. Oh that's yeah. Awesome. Well that's, that's big. That's, that's very happy
1: but you know it's it's kind of that I mean how many I know from a practical sense there's a lot of women who actually go into labor like I don't want to do this well it's too late now that train 's left the station it's 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 gonna happen and it's it's (laughs) gonna be now it's gonna go so and like many things in life um I know that you're going through you know a season of change and and starting a exciting new venture and it's got we talked about it loosely a few weeks ago that you know, um, off a call saying that, you know, you know, this is something we'd like to work towards in the future. Next minute, whew, that train had left the station. A few yeah, days later, you're like, guess, I'm like, looking at a property. A, a
0: scheduling conflict or something. We missed like one of yeah. our weekly calls <laughs> and by like, yeah, I think that was it. It's like, I talked <laughs> to you either before or after a call on a Monday recording. And I was like, dude, like, you know, between you and me, like, shit's happening I'm struggling a little bit and then something came up that Thursday and then I think yeah by the next Monday it was like well
1: anyway (laughs) we went ahead and did the thing (laughs) yeah yeah we're looking at a building I'm like whoa it's like yeah um that train well and truly just let's go and and life can happen like that it's funny when you put things out and a lot of people I don't think give enough weight to this and you know we spoke recently and you. Recommended a book to me, which I've been reading, is like what you put out to the universe. It has a lot of power to it. So if you put out an intention of this is what you want, and is yep, this and is matter? our dream, yeah,
0: and it's, Dude, it's yeah. Liam, that's, um, if somehow yeah. you make it to being late, late enough in life to like listen and watch this of, of your own will and volition, and you somehow haven't been pushed by me and your mom a thousand times, like Mind a Matter by Dawson Churchill, I believe, is the author.
1: Yeah. Really good.
0: That that truly was a life-changing book for me. Yeah. so have being to it that, like I had thoughts or suspicions or ideas about like, you know, about the woo-woo. And yeah. I think we can all we can all appreciate the times that like, you know, you see something you're like, is it a sign? Is it an omen? Well, yeah. at this point in my life, I choose to believe. Like I choose yeah. to believe when I see those things, they are signs and they are omens. Mm. The universe is telling me like, dude, you're on the right track. Yeah. And your, your mind is so much more powerful than you ever, ever oh. could give it credit for until you're on the other side of benefit. You don't recognize mm. it when you're on the side of detriment because yeah. I feel like most people are like, they think that they're just like victims of circumstance in the world, but like you, you fail to really grasp that like you truly have the ability to materialize Literally mm. and figuratively, everything, like, about yourself, the world around you, in a, in a much larger, much more objectifiable, measurable, repeatable, observable. Mm. Re- like, it's fucking real. It is real. Yeah. And it it's, seems it's, so fucking crazy when, like, you hear somebody talk about it. I, yeah. it's Anyway, you like, know, yeah, mind the matter. Start there. It'll <laughs> blow your mind.
1: You can, you know, when I have gone about my day with um, a specific intention for the day for... And something I work with my clients on is being intentional about your day. So today I'm going to be proactive and I'm going to be open to new opportunities. Every time I'm that, it's amazing what crosses my path because I'm looking for it and I've put it out there. Yeah. Whereas if you're like, "Oh, today's going to be a shit day," I guarantee you it's going to be a shit day. It's just going to rain down on you. Shit days, like it's it's going to rain on
0: down. You don't you don't have to ask for them. You don't have no. to like expect them or assume. Like just you know operate that like that's a part of it and i'm i'm a
1: big believer in you know we're exactly where we're meant to be at any point in time even if we don't understand the reason why something is tough and challenging at that at that particular juncture and sometimes the lessons come in reflection but it's it's been a real um powerful tool to understand that you know what you're putting out there and like the opportunities will present if that's something that you've you've you know you've put out that that's really what you want and you start being intentional about it, even subconsciously.
0: So, so there's a. So, so glad that you are finding that like a, a really worthwhile read or listen or however you're. Considering oh. it.
1: Yeah. Reading it. I decided to read it rather than listen. I thought. Uh...
0: Well, I think that, you know, to. We'll give a little bit of context to it. Then we can get back into like, well, it's all related, but the, the original yeah. intent of the episode. So have you gotten through any of the parts where they do the ice crystal studies? Hmm. So for anybody that is listening, Liam, if you're watching, listening, uh, anybody else out there, if you speak words of hate and negativity to water and then freeze it mm. versus speak words of love and kindness and freeze it, they materialize into incredibly different sets of water crystals when that water is frozen. Yeah. Same water, split it into two samples, talk shit to this one, <laughs> say nice lovey things to this one, freeze them both, and they, they literally materialize different ice crystals. Like super, super repeatedly, all over mm. the world, all different kinds of water, all different kinds of like testing mechanisms, and so, fuck, like we should yeah. be done there. Yeah, we should be done. Your thoughts yeah. and your words, if they can change molecularly water, and your body mm. is predominantly almost entirely water, like that should mm. be it. Like, dude, you don't. That's- you don't have the time space or energy in the world to like say negative things or speak unkindly to yourself or anybody else, mm. honestly. Um, and those yep. things like ripple anyway, that's, Oh, that's yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's Yeah, it is. It's, and I thank you for um, sending it, you know, recommending it because I've really enjoyed because um, so much of it resonates you. and even stuff that I'd forgotten about. It wasn't conscious of you. are Like, ah. Oh yeah and you reflect back on a situation or a well, thing it's You're really like, cool to have no. like
0: evidentiary shit because for mm. so long like the vast majority of my life honestly up until my early 30s mm. yeah probably I'd say around like 32 or 33 like I was very much like if you want to talk about like horoscopes and crystals moon <laughs> phases or even like god religion <laughs> spirituality like I'm not mm. your guy yeah i like numbers i like data sets i like the tangible i like the objective the measurable the repeatable and then you realize mm. like man that's so fucking arrogant because <laughs> all of those things exist in like the in the spiritual and the like the ethereal yeah um
1: it's 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 like i tend to be someone who looks for patterns in things and it's amazing you know what you can see and when you join the dots and see the connections you're like oh, that's just replicating what happens in life. And it it might be something in nature or whatever. You're like, huh, interesting. I was today years old when I thought about that.
0: The micro, macro and meta. Like, I'm a bitch. They get us every time. I get get a single water particle fucked up. I'm made of water. The world is full of water. Oh my God. And you can sit there and go down a
1: very big hole with that. Or you can go, okay, I'm just going to be nicer to myself. I'm just going to do a little bit better. Let's just start there. Um, so, you know, part of the context of today's chat, I thought, was while you're going through this season of changes, talking about um, how do we, you know, find the resilience when it feels like there's chaos all around us and everything had been humming along nicely and now there's, you know, chaos and, and you know it's for the greater good and there's increasing demands on time and, of course, not everything runs smoothly. Um, we know that with any projects so
0: that's a valuable life lesson is like that we make so many assumptions about how smooth things are Mm. constantly continually because like otherwise we would we would all be in fucking white jackets (laughs) with the arms tied behind us and (laughs) and I think that you know the big wake-up call that most people got in their own lives was COVID Mm in all of these structures of seeming permanence where you're like, this is the way that this operates. This is the way that mm. that operates. Here's all these social uh social contracts and constructs and like the mm. standards and norms. And it's like, Nope. All you have is like existing as a human. Mm. You can only ever control your own like thoughts, actions, and behaviors. Mm. That's literally it. And we, we live in glass houses, like, literally and figuratively, and make a lot of assumptions about how steady and stable everything is. And it's like, well, mm. actually, relative to how we started the first 12 minutes of it, like, it's a belief structure.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's... And, it's, like, that's
0: fucking crazy.
1: It's only real because we make it real.
0: It could be... Yeah, like, you we know. all think we're so safe in our houses. Yeah. And, do they are so similar mm. the tents. That most of our like you know ancestral origins existed. And everybody's like, no, that's bullshit. I'm like, do you have fucking windows in your house? Stupid. How easy is it to break a piece of glass? You break yeah. glass in your kitchen probably every three weeks or so, right? Yeah. And it's like, and this is the thing that like you <laughs> separates you from all of the evils of the world. And it's, we uh... press this
1: little button on our front door. And we go, ah, we're, you know everything here. It's like, hmm. you know, and it's 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 kind of like these we build these things to give ourselves that sense of security, even if there's no actual security. And and you're right. COVID took a lot of that away. I mean, for me, when, you know, at 9 PM on a Sunday night, the, the leader of our country could close my business in less than 12 hours notice. And I was like, someone can close my, I don't live in like Russia or China or something like where you assume those things happen. I was like, I'm in Australia. How can someone just close my business when I didn't do anything wrong? Like, it took me a long time to reconcile that, oh, I actually don't have control of this thing. Someone can come by tomorrow and take it all away, which was a really, you know, big mind fuck for me and took me some time to get my head around. Him. But once I did, I was like, okay, now I see how life goes.
0: Like, like nothing. You understand, the, you understand the unspoken rule set of the game that you're playing. And that's part of the hard part about, you know, life. And it's so what we'd originally jumped on to talk about, and these things are all super related is just navigating big changes and seasons of life that call into question a lot of like the belief structures we have about what separates our order from the chaos Mm. and then like really who we are. And I think that that might be the big life lesson that I'm, you know, today years old, God, I love doing these. I fucking love doing these. These, this is one of the best, most powerful like experiences. My entire life is going through this whole process with you. Um, Wow,
1: that's so cool.
0: No, but like to really stop and think, you know, the only things that, not the only things, um, only is a dangerous word, only is a very dangerous word. But one of the most important life lessons that I think we can all really spend more time meditating on than we do is that which cannot be taken from you is probably where you should allocate a disproportionate amount of like your time, energy, effort, and fucks given Mm. because that is the one thing that you ultimately have control over like yourself, but that is also what will help you organize the chaos that life will inevitably subject you to. Mm. And I think that's why like the big seasons of change in life are so hard is when you question your identity, you're like, okay, I understand external factors, Mm. internal stuff. Cool. I can control myself internally. And it's like, yeah. And what about when you change that? Mm. And initially, that's very, very difficult to contend with. I think for most people, I think for most people, honestly, they probably never really go through that growth opportunity. Like as I mm. as I stand back and like really think about it and talk about it, um, I don't know that a lot of people knowingly understand the conflicts that they experience as humans based on the identities that they assume. Mm and then having to manage the changes that life inevitably brings.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm probably a recent living walking example of that. Like I created an identity of who I was, which was, you know, um, influx. Well, uh, like,
0: is it is it that like you created an identity or that like, you woke up one day and circumstantially like the identity had been created for you because like you hadn't viewed that as its own entity and like that mm. that was the case for me for most mm. of my life and anyway I don't want to like cut you off but like no 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 I think that's an important piece of it right is how many of us wake up and you're like what the fuck is this life that I'm living this yeah. is not who I would like to be and it's like well <laughs> shit let's do something about it let's
1: let's change i mean and that's that's the thing is like i i was safe and warm and comfortable and I was just doing the thing but I had this little you know niggling discomfort I knew you're going to say niggle I knew it <laughs> I was thinking about it and uh, we know each other too well um and started digging around in that space and all of a sudden it's like oh this is who you really are you know and and now you go through the identity of or the transformation from being you know uh married you know, owning a business, working on a thing and just going through life to suddenly um, change it, well, not changing, it's its always been that, to coming out and the impacts and the ripples of that were like profound and it's like some people were like, but how do you wake up and just decide? I said, I didn't just decide. I said, I woke up, but I didn't just decide, but I woke up and I were you saw. Were going to a camp and pray the gay away? Like, shut <laughs> up, idiot. I woke I actually woke up in my own life and and realized through therapy and counseling like oh this is why you do certain things it's like oh fuck and then you go oh well actually this little niggling thing that I've been pushing away for 46 years oh that was it so now I'm not pushing didn't push it away and you go well this is who Lisa is now and it's been you know it's it's a huge thing to have that that transformation and go I could have stayed where I was, safe and warm and just doing the thing, but then that little um you know, feeling like you're just existing just didn't fit me anymore. It's like there's there's something I need to work through. And
0: yeah, I could have I ignored it. Most people most people can be empathetic that like in the different stages and areas of their life. It is that mm. it is that that sense, and sometimes it's a very, very known sense, and sometimes it's just a like a little itch or something just seems a little bit out of place but mm. i would venture to say that most people do know to some degree like when something isn't a i don't want to say a good fit but the right because mm. good and bad are difficult constructs but like better yeah, it's, yeah um more or less correct you know and so that's that's been a big thing that's helped me navigate my many like seasons of life and many of my changes. And I think, you know, it's, that's probably it is that like, I, I started to come to terms with the idea of identity probably earlier than most people, Um, but not in like a really deliberately cognitive or aware sense. It was just that like, I had a lot of life volatility. Mm. And, you know, I go through like any singular piece of my own life story and people are like, how old are you? And I'm like, well, I'm 38. And they're like, this, this sounds like the story of an 83 year old man, not <laughs> a 38 year old man. It's like, how many places? Well, like, I I lost count a long time ago, but I know that like the house that we're in now, like this is Vanessa and I's, I think, thirteen 14? 14? well, yeah. 14
1: to- Three episodes for us to go through your your backstory, like three well, like this, episodes. You know, you know? Like, that's all, and that was like, still abbreviated.
0: Very brief. Um, <laughs> and so, like, because of that amount of you know volatility, or however you want to frame it, that amount of you know chaos, like the one, the one and only thing that was ever centrally organized is myself. Like, mm. this is me, and the rest of it is the story that I'm living. Mm. I can control the character. Mm. ta-da like you know the character can influence the plot the character mm. like can influence the the other cast of actors both good and bad and a whole lot of the set in the setting but the thing that your pen controls is that character mm. and that's about fucking it like yeah it influences a lot of external things. And I'm not disregarding that, but like the one thing that you can ever count on, and this is where we like could really start with the COVID mm. stuff, is like the one thing you can really count on is yourself. Mm. And that could be really, really great news, or that could be the worst news that you could ever get. And mm. that's a hard thing to like let that reality simultaneously coexist, right? Yeah. Well congratulations. You are the the captain of your fate, the master of your destiny. Condolences. The same is true
1: it's it's all your fault like good or bad it's (laughs) it's all your fault i I remember reading a book from um ant middleton who um xsas um from the uk saying that you know when they're in the combat situation and he was overcome with you know the sense of fear like what's behind that next door he would just focus on all he could control which is the one meter square he was standing in it's like okay i'm safe here now so that's cool move into the next meter and deal with that, move into can the I next meter. Can I
0: reclaim another meter? Can I reclaim yeah, uh, another meter?
1: Yeah, rather than and and assess that and deal with that meter rather than going, well, what's all the way up there? Well, I don't know and I can't control it, so there's no point worrying about it right now. But being very present in all I can control is this one meter that I'm in right now. This is my immediate environment and I'm the only one in it, so that's what I need to control. And it was a really powerful plane uh, plan. Um, term of reference that he um when he when he discussed that in his book and i was like yeah that makes a lot of sense that you know we can get overwhelmed with going well what's coming down the line like you know um for example for your new venture and all the things and it's like oh my god or i can worry about the next thing in front of me that's right here that i can control yeah
0: and i think that's why you know i think that's why like i do have the ability to probably navigate it with like I don't know, like for whatever reason the universe calls me to say style and grace, but like that for yeah. sure doesn't <laughs> feel like the right fit. But I just I, you know, it's like in the ability to play the game and realize that, like, dude, none of it fucking matters. Like mm-hmm. it all matters tremendously. But yeah. like I made peace as a human a very, very, very long time ago with the idea of impermanence and chaos mm-hmm. and change. Mm. You know, like my parents' divorce, moving, like my family's financial situation, like, you know, just like, cool, doesn't really matter. Cool, doesn't really matter. Cool, doesn't mm. really matter. And then also that like, when you have those things that even in those moments, you do assign a huge amount of like, it matters. Mm. It's So impermanent, like, how much did you give a fuck about your, where you fit in, in like middle mm. school? Oh yeah. School? It's the biggest deal. And you end up on the other side of it and you're like, why the fuck did I even care? And it's like, because you have to. Yeah. And as little as it matters, it has to matter tremendously because it's part of how you shape this vessel of like identity and self Mm. for better or fucking worse. And nobody tells you those things. Nobody teaches you those things. Like, hey, you know what? This season of life, it's fucking hard. Adolescence Mm. is fucking hard for everybody here's why it's actually hard, is because mm. you're having to contend with the internal and external. Mm. There's so much of the external that shapes what happens internally that is outside of your control. Cause like it's your teachers, your preachers, your parents, like it is all these other external factors that like, mm. they very much so do affect how you build a peer group. And they very mm. much do affect how you do or don't fit in. Mm. But everybody struggles through the same period regardless of their external circumstances because the universe is like here is the fucking chaos that i can you know pitch you against at this juncture yeah. in the world. it is up to you to organize yourself to figure out how to manage it mm. and like dude everybody fucking suffers poor kids rich kids kids yeah. from broken homes kids from great loving homes and like you see it play out like all you know all kinds of different places and it's I had mm. enough of that early enough that I realized that like, dude, I'm I'm myself Yeah. for better or fucking worse. Like I'm me and a ton of other things are going to happen in my life that are both within and without my control. But most of those things really don't matter a ton mm. at the end of the day, big picture, long-term and on a long enough time horizon, none of it matters. So you get to like choose what, Value you assign to it when you have the ability to, like on a long enough timeline, mm. our known universe will cease to exist.
1: Yeah, I remember like us talking about that
0: timeline. Like, all of the stars that we can see, they will all eventually burn out. There, there is mm. a point at which the known universe, so far as we understand it, there will be no more energy. Mm but energy can't be created or destroyed. So it gets transferred. And so like, that's a whole nother separate mind. But when you start thinking in timelines of Mm. hundreds of billions of years, and Mm. then you can also reframe back into like the micro of like, hey, you remember 30 years ago when smartphones just like were beyond anybody's even wildest (laughs) imagination? You're like, you know what? Like we're all just playing it. It's a fucking simulation. It's for sure a simulation. Watching well, Elon Musk buy Twitter, like <laughs> cash money out of pocket, like yeah, just, free speech on the internet. You're like, Whatever, man. I got a must mean, it. Fuck it. I'm doing my part.
1: <laughs> I'm doing my thing. Yeah, it's 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 really funny when you uh think about you know, a computer used to fill a whole room and people like, This is you know, this is how it is, and da-da-da. And it's like, well no, now we've virtually got one in our pocket, which is more powerful than any of those things ever no, were. Not, and not virtually
0: like very literally is, like your smartphone on its own one single like present day iphone has more computational power than every computer on the entire planet like 1976 combined
1: yeah yeah it's and and, like, and, that
0: and is like the idea of combining all of those computers and all their processing power from like a hardware standpoint you're talking about like multiple football stadiums <laughs> full of yeah. fucking computers now you're like anyway
1: yeah can i get some pictures of your boob, wife (laughs) and it's it's really funny that like you know we watched shows back in the day like there was a show in australia called towards 2000 and it was you know what will technology look like in the future and the most advanced thing they thought we'd have was you know a phone on our our watch or a radio watch it's like oh that's like everyone's got that now it's like it's just a, and half the things don't come to fruition but the others are like so far beyond it was like no yeah. we still don't have hover cars but hey we can you know talk to people anywhere in the world
0: it's wild yeah and so, yeah like but i think that like that kind of illustrates that so much of what we struggle through as we advance through the seasons of life and these changes in our identity it's like dude the external stuff it, mm it matters so little yeah like the things that nobody else can take from you the things that nobody else can change for you or within you Mm. that is all you have yeah Mm. that's not true it's not all you have but it is all that you really have the ability to truly directly influence and control
2: Mm.
0: i've got a i've got a a guy who is a co-workers so one of Vanessa's co-workers husbands yes I'm trying to like map it out anyway (laughs) uh, Vanessa's co-worker and her husband are getting divorced but he Mm -hmm. like has nobody at all to talk to through any of this his family's not here he doesn't have any friend group here and so like I've been I've just been meeting with him with some amount of you know regularity both in person and on the phone just to just to talk Mm -hmm. Um, and he like he came over on Friday he's like god you're like you're my mentor and i was like whoa no but <laughs> no. also like not yes and one of the things that like i'm really trying to help him understand and grapple with is that like everyone chooses their own actions mm. i can put a gun in your mouth mm. but i can never actually force you to say the word or do the thing or take the action that is that is the blessing and mm. the curse of the human condition is that like it is always us.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. That's, you know, that is the blessing and the curse. Mm. And so that's been, you know, when I look back over my life, like all of the triumphs and tragedies, all of the successes and failures, it's like I'm the central piece of all of it. Mm. And there's always things that I could do better, always things I could do worse, but like the individual carries on because like, that's, that, that's the point that is the human condition. That is the human experience is you Mm. are, you are an individual. Mm. Stop and like sit with it. And like, we don't, you know, Mm. I don't think that most of us spend any time thinking about like, dude, you, you are yourself as like this contained little vessel of consciousness. Mm. And that's it. Like you are in many ways subject to the whim and mercy of like the entire fucking program running around you. But like (laughs) you also simultaneously have the ability to influence any and every part of it Mm. to any minor or major degree that could ever exist.
1: Mm. It's a big thought bubble. I mean, Uh, I remember,
0: like, you know, he was born from like two people having sex and like, (laughs) like made this dude that like, and, and for anybody, not like, you know, Elon yep. and Hitler and mm. Jesus and fucking Abraham Lincoln. I'm like, I don't know, whoever famous you got over in Australia, um, yeah. <laughs> crocodile dundee, but that's all I got, right? And that's not even real. <laughs> Dude, like, you yeah. know, and like that's always been very, very powerful for me. Is mm. that you know, like the only thing that separates like the homeless guy down the street and from like, you know, Steve Irwin is like what they chose to do with the hand of cards that they were dealt. And mm. Vanessa and I talk about that a lot. Like, that has been mm. a a central piece of both her and I's like frameworks that we've built a lot together over the last 15 years. is like everybody gets dealt a hand of cards. Everybody. Mm. Mm-hmm. All you can fucking do is play the ones that you were dealt. That's yes. it. You can be yep. fucking mad about it or you can be excited about it, dude. Like I have a lot to be excited for in mm. the hand of cards that I was dealt. I was born into this day and age, which is, Probably like at least as far as I can see, one of the last really okay times to be born in <laughs> history. Um yeah. I'm sure that every generation has said that, right? Um. Yeah. But like I, I'm a white, straight guy living in America. Yeah. Not a bad fucking hand <laughs> of cards, but like, yeah, but you can also look at like suicide statistics and you're like mm. Mm, maybe that hand of cards is not quite as good as you thought. Cause like y'all motherfuckers lead the, you guys lead Mm. that game. And that's weird. Uh, But like, all you do is like play the card.
1: But if you, if you have a look at, for example, your early story. So, you know, your parents separated, you know, your mom was working, you were only child kind of thing. And then you got into, you know, some substance stuff and, and whatever. Imagine, like just a couple of different decisions. We're not having this conversation. You are down having a completely well, any, different any life.
0: One decision. And so, like, that has actually been mm. a big guiding principle for me for a lot of stuff. I a lot of people, I, I would venture to say, are probably like a little bit less resilient than me in many mm-hmm. ways. The blessing is the curse, for better or for worse. Um mm. I am far less afraid of the fall from grace than most people. And that is fucking dangerous at times because it, I don't know. I I don't always make the best decisions because I'm like, well, the consequences really aren't ever that bad. Yeah. Like I've, I've been, nobody
1: died. It's all okay. okay.
0: I've been penniless. That's okay. I've been very close to dying. That's okay. (laughs) Like the greatest adventure might live on the other side of this mortal existence. Um, Yeah. And that could be refreshing or terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I think that, um, you know, when we when we look back on decisions that have led us to the point we're at today, you're like, huh. And you, then you can actually realize when you reflect. And like you said, very few of us stop and reflect. But you can go, like, for example, for me, you know, people will talk about the, I did a, a 12-week weight loss thing. And I'm like, but if I hadn't have done that program, I wouldn't have become a PT. And if I hadn't become a PT, I wouldn't have um, discovered. And if I hadn't done that program right at the very start, I would not have discovered CrossFit. And if I don't discover CrossFit, I don't have all of these things that it's, that it's given me, you know, and it's from if that one simple action. CrossFit,
0: you don't become a business owner. If you don't become yes. a business owner, you don't meet like me and Tony. If you don't meet me and Tony, like, do you ever come out? Do you ever like no. meet Sharon? Like, no, it's or maybe it's, all of those things would have happened anyway. And maybe fuck. Um,
1: yeah. But I feel like, you know, you can pinpoint certain things in your life where you're like, that was a turning point. Because I remember when I wanted to sign up for the program, I'm like, I said I need to do this. And, you know, not knowing at the time like pff, the path it will lead you on, but you're like, how different would life have been if I'd gone, ah oh, no, I just I just won't, I won't commit to it. It's like, and, you know, talking to to becoming a client with Fitfiliate, like, look at where that led, let alone, you know. (laughs) Congratulations and condolences. Like now I'm part of the company, but that decision, even though I couldn't afford it at the time, was like, no, I'm compelled to take this step. That was a major turning point, which led to me digging further into my stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just when you look back, you're like, Okay. And even for things that were difficult in my life, when I look back now, I go, I know why now. And that was the, you know, I've taken the learning. I know why. And I wouldn't be where I am without that uncomfortable thing that happened. And you learn to appreciate those things on reflection rather than still carrying around the the pain and the hurt and the, and the, whatever it's like, I know what you were saying now. I know what, what that was.
0: Yeah. And I think that like, that is, that is the ability to deliberately craft and curate the character who you are in your own Mm -hmm. life story. Mm -hmm. And that's what allows you to move through different like seasons of change and different versions of your own identity is like, if you can step back and recognize like at my core, Mm -hmm. core values, like how many people ever fucking actually stop even for a couple of minutes to think like core values, core values, core values, like, Mm -hmm. oh, baby The values that are at the core of my identity, which is Mm -hmm. like the experience that I am having as a human. And so long as Mm -hmm. I can hold true to these couple of core values, like all of the external stuff will sort itself out on a long enough timeline. Even if it is like some Nelson Mandela shit, like, you know, even Mm -hmm. if he had never made it out of prison, even if he had Mm -hmm. died there. Mm. To be uncompromising in like the value set of the individual, be like, you know what? I can control, I can control my thoughts, my words, and my actions. That's fucking mm. it. That is all that any of us ever mm. truly have. But if you can like find mm. peace with that, then you're like, cool. Anything that comes, like I will find a way to navigate it. And I think that that's, that's been mm. hugely helpful to me, even when I didn't have really define, you know, core values or a sense of like self and identity to make it, you know, DUI, discharge, Mm. divorce, like homeless, addicted, like, okay, well, Mm. I'm still me. Bad things Mm. happen, good things happen. Time marches on. I get older so long as I don't die. Like I can, I can take these things and I can have better stories to curate better lessons. And like, I just get to keep playing the game.
1: Yeah, we play it. You know, um, I, I know S- Simon Sinek wrote the book "The Infinite Game," and I know there's, you know, life is not an infinite game, but we play it like it is, and then we maximize our potential and maximize our opportunities
0: well, we, we by should right? Like we really yeah. should recognize that far more of life is infinite game in structure and nature, but mm. unfortunately, the vast majority of people play their entire lives as a finite game. Mm without appreciating the only truly finite piece is time. Mm. That is like the realest mind fuck of all. Is that like nearly every aspect of your entire life and existence is truly infinite in nature. Mm. How much can you love? How much can mm. you hate? How many people can you meet? Mm. Like how many things can you try? You know like yeah. sure there are there are finite numbers to all of those things only because time is finite. But if time was infinite, everything else would be infinite. And like, that's, mm. that's a really difficult construct to wrap our heads around is that the only truly finite thing that exists in our own lives is time itself. Mm. And because of the fixed nature of time being a finite resource, it forces the other things to be infinite games that must be played as though they are finite in nature. And that's very, mm. very difficult, I think, to really like wrap your head around. Yeah but once you
1: do it's you know you you have a can get that true understanding and and start to appreciate things and and this and dog value value sure the, the moment fucking
0: coffee <laughs> yes but i was thinking how funny it would be if he had a mustache
1: yeah <laughs> he'd, be, he'd It'd be cute but you know then people once you have that understanding it's it then changes how you evaluate things and make decisions and make the most of that finite resource of time rather than you know just uh whatever there'll always be tomorrow well at some point there won't be
0: this is really interesting so where we kind of started the conversation on the like the idea of you know like mind to matter and like the the nature Mm. of the infinite in the universe yeah where saint like really calmed down there for a second i was thinking like maybe this is all a conversation that like he really hears that resonates with him as like who I really believe is like, he is a vessel for the consciousness that was Mr. And like, as soon as I looked at him and just kind of like gave him some acknowledgement, just chilled way, way, way down. And I choose to believe I I find these things now. And I really do look at them as Mm. like omens of my understanding of, you know, the universe and myself. And Mm. I don't know, I don't know shit about fuck, but uh, I do know that this is a, a wild, strange, weird ride that we're all on. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I don't have, like, a really coalesced thought around it, but that was an interesting, like, experience mm. that went down.
1: Yeah. I was looking at your face. Like, you. Can, it's like, I know at times when, like, I mean, I think dogs can, you know, see it. Inside us more than we can, and they know they have this, you know, understanding. And people will say that about their cats and whatever your choice of animal is, but ours is dogs. But I know at times when I've looked at Dotty and like the eyes have linked, and it's like, and she lets out this sigh, and you're like, okay, we're all good, you know. And it's, you know, she's just sitting there, you know, leaning on me or something, and we're just having a nice moment. You're like, yes, that's what I needed in this moment, like. You know, being completely hundred percent present with her right now, not worrying it, what's important, you know, is right here, right now.
0: Well, maybe back. maybe that very much so, like was that snippet of interaction that I needed. Like yeah. we I think initially we're gonna like record kind of about, you know, Vanessa and I opening a medical <laughs> practice, which is fucking bonkers for a <laughs> A kid who at one point, you know, just like my whole fucking, my whole life story, like any one of those things, like seeing Mm -hmm. on the other side of it, like, and now you and your wife own a medical practice. Like that's a a pretty wild piece, but you know, like put your money where your mouth is, right? Like, Hey, all the shit you're stressing about right now, all these things that like Mm -hmm. seem like a big deal. Think about all of the words that you've been saying for the last 44 minutes and just like, dude, just live it. Mm. You're fine. You guys got this because you can't not. Yeah. So long as it's... you choose to believe, so long as you align, like, your thoughts, your words, and your actions, like, the universal provide.
1: Which it and, already did to... to if it to...
0: doesn't, then, like, that's it's an indication that there is some level of incongruence. Mm. Either you don't believe enough, or you're not acting hard enough, or, like, it really isn't the right fit. Mm. Uh, but pursue your own individual universal truths, and, like, the rest sorts itself out.
1: Mm. Which you know it, it's already proven that because you've gone down the path of you know you put it out there what you'd like your future to look like and then next minute you know two two trains leave in the station and you're on it and we're it's like <laughs> writing that you know tony talks about owning an affiliate it's like writing a line i feel like that you are writing that line again just in a different oh, dude, context
0: and we fucking like it i don't know yeah. like it's maybe I've, maybe like that's part of like the fun dude vanessa and i are incredible life partners and uh hmm. she she was in san diego at a conference working and speaking wednesday through sunday hmm. she got home last night late last night and like i uh i drawn like i i knew when she landed i know how long it takes to get a lift home so like i, I drew a, a hot bath that like i turned off just as like she walked in the door and had candles lit oh, and like oh. you know towels and everything laid out and, yeah. and uh, you know made her dinner at like midnight and yeah we're we yeah. are good life partners in this journey together because we we have both chosen to embrace that like we we view this as a story yeah that we are writing together and yeah. we we choose to write a good story we choose mm-hmm. to write an interesting story and yeah. I'm sure there are plenty of books that you've read and movies that you've watched where, like, there's plenty of heartache and tragedy, but they're still interesting. Yeah. And that that is something that, like, when we are faced with difficulties and struggles, like, we have looked at it through the lens of, like, can we be interesting and elegant in how we manage the chaos that comes mm. into our order? And if yeah. we can, then, like, we're probably going to come out the other side all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, and I think, you know, it's been like i often say on this you know we're thousands of miles apart and you know i view your life through the lens of you know our conversations but also you know the the socials and stuff and even like when i know that you are like friday you were you were or thursday my time friday yours you were busted like you were you know you came on to to do a call you're like i'm i'm failing at everything i'm I'm just not being a great human right now and I can't keep all the balls in the air. And then, you know, like I see you did an Insta story going, here I am still going vibing 12 hour day. Like, and I, I laughed cause I went it's so chucked that anyone else would have got on and had a rant about how difficult the day was. You're like, shirt off. Oh dude. the 12
0: hour thing. Like that really was just when that day started. Cause like the next thing that went up, it was like three in the morning. The next yeah. day I was like, still doing yeah. shit uh just yeah got off, like a call with another girl in chicago oh, I saw that, in yeah. office and like she was on the bathroom floor in her office crying about like shit she was dealing with, <laughs> with her landlord it's like <laughs> yeah man we're, we're all just like failing forward some better some worse but i don't know the the seasons of life they will come and go they will change like mm. identity is a choice um and we have the ability to choose or it will be chosen for us. Mm. And I think that, you know, that was the, the wonderful, you know, sliding door milestone moment of like our lives intersecting. It was like up until that point,
2: mm.
0: the world had chosen an identity that you were embodying and living in.
2: Yeah.
0: And then there is that universal truth where it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Mm. You don't like your identity, change it. And you're like, oh. Oh yeah. Okay, and then like, you know? sometimes the universe, it, it forces you to change identity. It was like, Hey, when you get kicked out of the military, like that's no longer a thing that you can have as a piece of your identity. Now you can have mm. kicked out of the military as a piece of your identity. And some people do better and worse with that. And so like, mm. the universe is constantly dealing you cards and you just yeah. have to look at your ability to play those cards.
1: Mm. You don't have to, you can always put some back on the deck. You don't have to keep them and and attach them. You can, yeah, you can be like, I don't like that back. one, fuck it. Yeah, it doesn't and serve like me that, anymore.
0: That took me a very, very long time in life to understand is like, there are times that the universe gives you a card, you yeah. can just disregard it. You can just straight up fucking ignore it. And yeah. it's funny because like, I understand that. Um, Tony understands that. There's not a lot Mm. of people that like either of us, like Tony and myself have met through the course of our life that really get it. And it's so funny. And Mm. we're on, we're on coaching calls and people are talking about things where it doesn't matter. And they're like, what do you mean? It doesn't matter. You're like, yeah, just, it doesn't matter. Anyway, like, so what are we really focused on? Like, just anyway, values, vision, big picture, control you, like do the thing. It's external. Shut up. It doesn't matter. And they're like, how does it not matter? It's all my clients and all my coaches. And it's like, yeah, exactly. It's your clients, your coaches. It's not you. Focus yeah. on what fucking matters,
1: and that's a powerful shift when you when you do that. And I remember that that moment in my, you know, and I and you keep getting having to be brought back to it at times because you'll go down the rabbit hole of shiny objects and and a yeah, problem. We're you're making do. it
0: one. That's been, that's a very important, powerful recognition is that like the set, the setting, and the other cast of characters. Mm. Man, they can really influence how that main character executes yeah. on just, like, improving themselves as the hero in their own journey. Mm. But if yeah. the hero improves, everything else in the story has a chance to improve. And that's an mm. that's a really important thing to, like, sit and reflect on is the world. Dude, the world will will deal you nice, great, wonderful cards at times. But sometimes they're very, mm. very easy to play. And when those things happen, like, don't fight it, but
2: yeah,
0: if you continually work on building a better hero Hmm. the set the setting the characters the plot like it all improves and so all you can ever really do is focus on being a better hero to yourself and not being the villain
2: Hmm. and that's it
0: dude I, i i i am so grateful that i i catastrophically fucking imploded nearly every area of my life in my early 20s To have like that milestone crystallization of discontent in fucking rehab, where I was like, "Dude, fuck this, fuck these, these people suck." Yeah, that's not me. You're sixty-five and you're still in and out of rehab. You suck as a human. You're really fucking this up. You should do way better, cooler stuff with your life. Mm. But I have met so many people who continue to allow themselves to be defined only by the negative of their experiences, and that shapes their identity. Uh, divorced do you I like, yeah, okay, so what? It doesn't yes. matter and it, I matter think as so much as you choose to assign matter to it
1: it's one of the things that um like you and Tony have brought up on my coaching calls numerous times is about bringing the trauma with you from you know a past event or a thing, like you know the trauma I experienced and the struggles I had in the gym, don't bring this to your new venture, like let that shit go, like that's not who you are let it like don't you know as Sharon will often say, it's like, get off the cross. They need the timber. Like, just let it go. Like, don't be a martyr. I will,
0: I will use that one. I like that very much. Yeah. How have you only said that right now at this point? That's a, a beautiful quote.
1: <laughs> but it's, and, and like, she's often said that to me when I'm saying, oh, I should be. She's, oh God, get off the cross. I need the timber. It took me a minute to realize one that. I was like, whoa, okay. And that's, um. like, <laughs> that's our thing now. But, you know, all that trauma I'm bringing through because I was attached to it and attached to suffering. You don't have to be. You can go. That was a chapter in my life. Take the lessons and leave the pain behind.
0: This is and new. So news. apropos as we close this out, um, hmm. the neon sign that we hung in the office. Yes. Did, you, did I? Did you see a picture of it?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, it looked super cool.
0: You, mm-hmm. Did uh, Did you read the translation?
1: No, I did not read the. Tra- I didn't go and Google it.
0: Lay, say it with me. Lay. Lay. Zay, Zay, Laissez lay Laissez laissez lay laissez les. Laissez lay lay Laissez lay lay Laissez les bon. Laissez lay 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 Laissez lay 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 especially Mm. because it is not actual French. It's Cajun French. It's from New Orleans. Mm. Yep. But I choose to believe that in a different sense of exactly what the fuck we are talking about is like, when you have these trauma trauma traumas, like we, we get to assign that something was or wasn't traumatic, Mm. but like, let the good times, let the good stories, let the good lessons, like let those roll forward Mm. and everything else. Like you can leave it in your past or you can just recognize it as like a lesson learned. And that's so powerful is like the, it it isn't the tragedies that befall us, it's the stories we tell ourselves about what those events mean and what we Mm. choose to do with those memories and experiences.
2: Mm.
0: And so like we choose to believe that the Mm. good things will carry and compound and we Mm. have the ability to leave the bad and the negative in the past With Mm. the exception of like what we make decisions to help shape Mm. us as better identities Mm. in the future. Mm. It was only through my divorce that I learned what I didn't want in a marriage. Yeah, It was only through like catastrophically failing at being in the military that I understood that like I am not a person that likes being bound by rigid structures. Mm. It was only through like having immense struggles with drugs and alcohol to recognize that like, hey, take these things seriously. Mm. you have a hand of cards that can be amazing like mm. addictive personalities like dude that that can be your best friend or your worst enemy mm. but that's the same card and you just choose mm. the side you play it on so
1: it's that awareness
0: les bon temps
1: yeah let's go thank you sir that was a i love that chat it's one of my favorites
0: that, um, that that's a good episode be- today as as loose and rambling as all of it was <laughs> i don't know if we actually like got anything out of it but like
1: dude no, I, I I, know. I think
0: that conversation more than you will more than you could ever know
1: yeah it was a it's powerful so thank you sir i've i've i love our our verbal journey each each and every call and the, where the, our minds take us so
0: Thank, Looking forward to the next thank one. God, these come on Monday. I don't know, man. I, I do this like reset and to focus on the big picture stuff and to remind me what matters. And yeah, oh Liam, dude, I I hope that I hope that you do listen to these at some point. And even if you know what, even if Liam never listens to any of these, I still have to build better tools and frameworks and pieces of my own understanding to take into the fatherhood experience. And so, like.
1: Mm. still worth it's, it it's still worth it for sure
0: well, i hope all you right. like doing it anyway i, oh, just...
1: I love it <laughs> all right mate thank you all right.
0: thank you so much for listening to another conversation with chuck bennington hope it was enjoyable for you hope there was some value and some benefit in it maybe even had a laugh or two even though these are primarily for me and liam we sure love to help a friend in need because it's a friend indeed so if there was some piece of it that was good please feel free to share it with somebody else and pay it forward. Uh, If you think what we're doing is rad and you want to support it, please just like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Appreciate you dudes.